1: It's a Monday. I said that i talk a little bit about the Razor game. As little as can be said is the best that can be said. We lost. All right? We'll win this coming Saturday, though. I believe that we'll win. Oh, and they say, well, they they scored twice against Alabama. Yes, against their third team. Okay? It's not like it came at the beginning of the game. It came at the very end of the game. Oh, you got got your... your, (laughs)
2: Uh, I'm a bit tied up. You're right tied now. up on yes. the on
1: the on there the wheel. You go. There you go. Yeah, It happens on the uh, <laughs> headphones. That happens. So David Mitchell got a hold of me a couple of weeks ago, and and said, uh, and I always tell him this: I, when you guys got something new you think that people need to know about, let me know. And uh, he he let me know. He's from over at Acre uh, at UCA, and of course Acre uh, spends time breaking down economic information here for the state and then every once in a while i'll drag them by their (laughs) tongues uh, into talking about what's going on federally as well because they look at what's happening federally and think they put some kind of hallucinogen in the water in uh, in dc because they just ignore simple economics up there so we're not going to talk about that we're going to talk about uh, here at the state of arkansas because that's as i always say about my show We try to even take what they do up federally and ask the question of what does that mean for us locally, because it has an effect on us locally. But if you want to have some kind of uh, impact on what's happening, uh, you're much closer to your state government and your city government and your quorum courts than you'll ever be to uh, the House or the Senate. You got four of what five hundred and something guys in the in the house, and you have uh, two of one hundred in the Senate. So that gives you how much real p- push you got uh, there. You got to hope that everybody else in the in the uh, the country is pushing the same way you are. However, when you get into talking about what's going on in the state, there's a lot of things that are happening in the in the state that the uh, citizens of Arkansas want done. They know that there's things that are happening that they don't like, and they want some changes made. Let me just ask this of you, David. Do you do you talk to many Arkansans? And also, here by the way, Joseph Johns is here too. So we got two of them in the studio. Two two specialists, as I like to say, they're like brain surgeons on the economics of Arkansas. And, and, then, and Joseph
3: is here yep. because he is the data guy who knows all of the very specific things. Right. Okay, how each tax plan impacts each individual so what happens if you have two earners and two kids and what happens if there's one earner and one kid so and that's true. why joseph is here because he what happens if day?
1: you don't have on any earner <laughs> and and two kids uh, yeah i mean it's I hey it's serious i mean it's, yeah, it's, it's, true. it's happening this true. it's happening yep. so simone is here as well i let her come today i told paul and i told uh rd that they had to stay away today and because uh, I wanted to have uh, David and I want to have Joseph or and Joseph here to talk about <laughs> all of this, so let me tell you something that I hear. Number one, the electorate is pissed. Yeah, I mean they really are. They're they're ir- not not irritated. They're yeah. mad.
3: Yeah, for sure, for sure.
1: They're they're really mad. Now here's the problem. If you've ever made a decision when you're mad, a lot of times you make the wrong decision. Yes. You just really make the wrong decision and you start blaming people that shouldn't get any blame. So uh, I was talking about that Friday. I wouldn't want to be a politician right now. No. You know, if you don't do anything, there are people saying, why aren't you doing anything? And then if you do do something, why are you doing that? Right, right. It's like Mm -hmm. you're damned if you don't, damned if you do. So who would want that position? So... I, I've been saying people have got to to pull themselves together a little bit. David, do you agree? No, with that? I totally
3: agree, and that's that's why I wanted to talk about taxes because you know the the income tax one I think is really important. One, just for a moral reason, you should be able to keep more of your money. You earned it, right? Uh, that's right. How did you earn Amen. it? You provided services to other people. That's how you earned it. Yes.
1: You, you it, won me over the first time you were on the show and you said that. Uh, you know well, that because uh, I've believed that forever. Yeah.
2: Providing yeah. services. You provided services people. for other
3: Providing. people. And if you're an accountant, that means you helped other people with their accountant. If, if you're a pizza maker, then you, you brought them delicious pizza. Yeah, yeah, we love that. Service work. So that's Service what work. you did for, for other people. And now the earnings from that gets taken away from you. Yeah. So for me, just morally, you should be able to keep as much of that money as possible. Okay. And secondly, how do you keep and attract people and businesses and entrepreneurs to our state? when our state has higher income taxes than than a lot of the other states. And, yes, a big part of it is the overall tax burden. So Texas doesn't have income tax, but they have really high property taxes. Oh, my God. People look at that. But the income tax is the one that really says, oh, okay, if I work harder, then what happens again? Oh, I pay even more.
1: Yeah, they take more from me.
3: So, And, you know, it's not just our neighbors that have lower taxes on, on income a lot of the midwestern states also have lower income taxes than us, so you start thinking, "Oh, well, if a company was going to come here, would they go to you know neighboring Tennessee and pay la- lower taxes? Would they go to some of the midwestern states that have lower taxes? Indiana, Indiana, mm-hmm. which is yep. Joseph yep. is from yep. Indiana.
4: Yep, you know, where? Uh, so uh, Indianapolis area. Okay, yep.
1: so Marion County. Yeah, that's. Right. So I worked at WIBC for years. Okay, fantastic. <laughs> and uh, but I'm. I was born in Gary. I was raised up okay, in the yeah. bastard child of Indiana. So then, you
4: were you were a region foe.
1: That's right. That's right. From the region. From the region. I I, I went to college and they asked, Can, "Do you have Do you have a switchblade?" I was like, <laughs> "No." <laughs> it's question. the truth. It's yep. what people think of of the region. But anyway, okay. away no, from that. That's yeah. Pretty
3: interesting. I didn't know that about Indiana. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, nor- they have lower northwest area. Indiana. Okay.
1: No. Yeah, that's all right. You know, you got to go back to Hatcher. He was the first black mayor of a major city, and he got involved with a a gang called the Family when cocaine was flowing all over the United States. And I remember covering his press conferences, and uh, they'd have members of that gang standing on either side of him, holding, and they had Uzis. So yeah, it was a bad deal. One
2: time through Ohio, too. Oh yeah, because I know I, I understand there are some members of the family in Ohio. Well,
1: you got you it. have to understand that the drug trade at that time was going through the United States up through the Midwest. It, the South hadn't grown up enough to do a lot of that stuff in the South. Now the South is where all the business is at, so it comes across I forty and twenty and ten and all those uh, ways across the United States. And 30, which comes 30. through Little Rock, and yeah. 40, which comes through Little Rock. Yeah, they're doing big business around here. So anyway.
3: Dave, I didn't know you knew so much about drugs. Uh,
1: oh. When I was younger. <laughs> okay. All right. Have caveat.
3: <laughs> caveat. That's, that's a,
1: that is a caveat. Okay. But anyway, let's, let's move back to what we're talking about. back to so, <laughs> yeah, uh, the uh, well, income tax. Yeah, we're talking about in
3: income tax. But, but so it, again, there's more reason. There's competitive reason. And the cool thing about Arkansas is if you lower the income tax, it would be very hard for people to bring that back. So there's a bunch of things you can do, and the next legislature could just completely undo it. Yes, But the income tax, they'd have to really work. Well, that's a t- lot of
1: two-thirds votes in there.
3: Yeah, it's pretty cool. So if you can lower the income tax, man, you can, you can really lock it in for basically forever. And that, to me, is pretty exciting. Like, oh, Okay, we could have lower taxes forever. That is exciting. It's, I mean, like I'm, mm-hmm. I, I was it like, is. Dave, I want to come and be up at six a.m. in the morning because I want to talk about right. like we could have lower taxes forever.
2: Yeah, I, I'm
3: kind of a quiet nerdy guy, except, <laughs> except, right? We can have lower, lower right. taxes We're forever. Except.
2: That's, That's pretty exciting. Awesome. More money is exciting. Well, more, here, more here's money.
1: here's what I'm hearing. I'm hearing more Republicans now mm-hmm. speaking about getting rid of the income tax. I can tell you this for a fact, because I've been up there for a long time, that uh, they have not, uh, you know, that they're ready to do this. Mm-hmm. And people who have never raised their voices about it now are saying, we can do this. I mean, Stephen Meeks is a perfect example. He's gotten, you know, he's he's held for a leather, basically, yes. that, yeah. that, that that we're going to get this done. And there's a lot of other uh, elected officials that wanted to, and wanted to do it. He, he brought it up this last legislative session, and he called me, and we talked some, and he said, it ain't going to happen this time, Dave. Well, we're a lot closer now than we've ever been. Is this what you guys so are hearing? Zero
3: is really hard. Okay. Zero is really hard, because it's, it's almost $3 billion in revenue. And you ought to either just say, we're not going to have things that the state provides, which might be awesome, actually, <laughs> or... We're going to have to have something else for taxes. Super hard to do property tax in Arkansas, as you know. I don't know what could happen on on sales taxes. They're already sky high. So we haven't heard too much about people coming up with like a legitimate plan to uh-huh. replace all of the income tax, the $3 billion—that's That's just a ton of money. But could we use tax triggers to kind of come down and ratchet down every yep. year? Every year that you – you crank it down just a little bit, a little bit, and before you know it, you're down, you're down to zero. That would be amazing, right?
1: Yeah, if you know you're going to get legitimate data to be able to do it. So I would, mm-hmm. you know, I would, I would trust Joseph.
5: Yeah,
4: but I might not trust other people. Sure. So I mean, t- t- talking about revenue triggers, right? Uh, if we were to just cut the individual income tax to zero overnight, uh, like Kansas did in in twenty twelve, uh, that, that's going to result, like like Mitch said, in in something like three billion dollars in, in lost state revenue. And uh, some of the the revenue triggers that we were looking at uh, over at Acre, we we could. Uh, essentially have the income tax uh, cut down to maybe just 1% lower, hit that uh, Senator Jonathan Dismang plan standard of 4.9%. Uh-huh. And uh, we haven't gone through the plans yet, but but one of the plans uh, is being proposed by uh, Senate JBC chairman or co-chairman uh, Senator Jonathan Dismang. And he wants to uh, essentially merge the, the two income uh, tables, the low and middle income tax table, and then he wants to reduce the top marginal income tax rate uh, from five nine, which it, it's at right now, to four point nine percent. And uh, again, if we were to look at uh, the kind of merging the, the the tax triggers into that, if we were to see increases in the individual income tax revenues because people are working harder, because they're working more because we have more people working, right? as people get attracted to to entry in the workplace, uh, then we can start to see again, it, the, the the state budget grows by something like two hundred million dollars every year. And if it were to grow by say three hundred million dollars, if we cut this this top marginal rate and merge the two brackets under the dismang plan, then uh, maybe we could return half of that to taxpayers, maybe hundred million back to the Arkansas taxpayers, and uh, that, that, I think that would get us you know pretty close. All right, let's get a
1: break in. Then we come back talk more, further because I, what I just le- heard, several questions came up into my mind as I as I heard them. So we'll we'll get into those, and that's why I've got. Simone on as well. She's just an okay. average Arkansan. And uh, if they say something you don't get, you you tell them that I, I and let him last. let him talk. Let them talk more. You know, normal people talk, That's so to speak. Like if you're sitting around Sunday dinner or whatever, trying to explain it all. Uh, if you're concerned about uh, you know getting control of your money when the government and the way that they're doing your money is out of control you're seeing soaring inflation, political unrest, and a rapid decline in the U.S. uh, dollar, then, uh, you know, this is why millions of Americans right now are investing in silver and gold to protect their nest eggs. Uh, The folks at David Lucas Financial know that, and they're willing to, you know, explain to people why you don't want to let 1990-style inflation destroy your retirement, I've been telling you about that. Look, I, I was in the military when Jimmy Carter was president. I can tell you how bad it was during that time when you went to get a house mortgage and it was deb- double-digit inflation. It was incredibly punishing on the middle class, and that's the way that we're moving back to right now. Uh, and we're not going slow to get there we're going to it fast so what you need to do is learn how silver and gold could help you protect your assets your ira your 401k and hard earned savings so here's something to remember your 401k if it's unless it's a roth you're going to get taxed at the rate that you be, you begin to take that money out which I've been telling you for a long time, would have to go up sooner or later. And it looks like now we're at the sooner part of it. Uh, and you're going to end up losing a lot of the money that you have saved. It's going to disappear, and Uncle Sugar's going to take it. Uh, you need to call David Lucas at uh, 501-222-3315 because he works with one of the only regulated and licensed national wholesalers in the country so you get direct prices from a dealer you can trust again the number is 501-222-3315 501-222-3315 if you're if you're waiting for the government to give you this information they're going to lie to you i'm just going to tell you right now because uh they want to get as much of your money as they can so uh, talk to David Lucas and let them lead you through this. Investment uh, advisory services uh, are offered through David Lucas Financial, which is an Arkansas registered investment advisor. All right, back with you. We're sitting here just talking a little bit in the during the break. Did that worry you? What you you were hearing during the break? Just just say yes, real loud. Yes. Okay, we'll, we'll talk about what it was that we were talking about. You had a question Simone and yes. it's a good question because this is what I get Simone on for they'll say trigger right well what in the hell is a trigger I know what a trigger is on my gun and I don't know what a financial trigger tax is trigger
2: yeah I was wondering uh, exactly what that concept is and how it plays out
4: sure so so tax triggers are essentially um, they're, they're outside standards right that the the Arkansas state's uh, legislature can can write into a law that says we have to meet a certain standard before we can uh, lower income taxes again, oh. right? And uh, this is just something that's uh, it's been used in a lot of other states. Uh, it's also used in different parts of this state's law. But uh, tax triggers could essentially act as a way to protect state spending on uh, you know things that that we really all do need, like roads and public education. You know things that if they go away, people would be noticeably worse off. But then uh, it, it also allows us to, you know, collect a certain amount of money uh, above uh, what could be collected without it and then distribute it back to taxpayers.
3: Oh, so I think what Joseph and I are worried about is that, you know, on a regular basis, the government, the Arkansas state budget increases by about $200 million, as, as Joseph said. Right. And, but sometimes it increases by $300 million. And you're thinking, well, gosh, they got this extra money. I bet they did something wise with it.
5: Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, the what they
3: did is they spent every penny. Right. So the tax trigger is designed to do two things. So, And you can set them up a million different ways. But one, automatically the tax rate would be coming down. That's part of the goal is that we think at, at Acre, looking at our at research, that the state government doesn't need to increase the $200 million every year. And if you increase it by a little bit less every year, that means that you could lower the rate. That would be awesome. And Joseph is saying, hey, wait, wait, wait. What about these years when it comes up with $300 million? Why are you letting the, the, the government spending increase? Shouldn't it be decreasing? And the thing that's really cool is the money could, you know, cut the taxes. It could also go directly back to taxpayers. And Joseph told me the story. I didn't actually know. I thought I was keeping track on, on state taxes. Tell about Oregon. I like what's
4: right. going on in Oregon. Right. So, so e- even Oregon, right? Uh, we, we all know about Oregon, right? It's oh, a right? Terrible state, but
3: well, it's a beautiful state. <laughs> yeah, be- yeah. Be- be- it's
4: pretty naturally beautiful. Yeah. Politically, yeah, no. not not kind of liberal. They're no. like Soviet
1: liberal.
2: My sons
4: lived out there. Right. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. So, so even in Oregon, uh, the the Oregon uh, State Rainy Day Fund has over a billion dollars in it right now. And they're going to plan to uh, essentially give every taxpayer $400 from that fund. they're going to distribute that back to taxpayers
3: because they brought in so much revenue right, in, right, because because in, in excess in
4: state, re- because federal revenue, right. Right. And, and part of this is, is left over from the cares act and from, from a lot of the coronavirus spending that's been happening federally. But uh, once it gets down to the States, they're going to uh, essentially give that money back to taxpayers. They're going to have, like I said, around $400 per taxpayer. Uh, that's going to get their money back from, from this fund. And, if Arkansas were to do that here, if we were to even give back $200 million, say if we had uh, state budget growth by, you know, double, right, from 200 to 400 Uh calculated out the numbers for, for each uh, Arkansas resident, that's about, you know, $60 or so. Not a lot, but still better than, you know, it going to, you know, something that the government deems worthy. Well, $60 mm-hmm. to every person is an equal
1: amount in gain mm-hmm. for each person. Right. Right. I would like yes. to have my $60. Yes.
3: yes
2: yeah, so would right. I.
1: I can think of some things I could buy with $60. Right.
2: Oh.
1: Amazon calling. No, I'm just saying. <laughs> get my nails done. <laughs>
2: That's
1: right. <laughs> it's just the truth. But, I mean, you know, it's so funny that everybody, this, the side that likes to tax says, yeah, if you give it back, they only get 60 bucks, right? Mm-hmm. But when they talk about taxing, you say, well, it's only, a, you know, 1%. You know, and I always point out that the only way you get to a billion is to start with the number one. You sure. got to count yeah, your one, way one step up, of time. One step at a right. time. That's yep. right. You just got yep. you got to just keep going with that, and that's why I, if I had lived in in Little Rock, I wouldn't have voted for a white tax bill. Number one, you no know, freaking you know giraffe. I mean, come on, <laughs> why can't they do it like everybody else in every big city I've ever lived in do it, and have some big company make awesome. that happen we'll talk further about it i gotta get a, a break for the news let's go to that then we'll come back and talk more uh here on the dave ellswick show we got acre are here for the whole show okay we're back with you here on the dave ellswick show and i like doing shows like this because i'm i'm asking the folks make acre to come on and talk about some pretty doggone complex issues but talk about it in everyday language. I think that's really important to be done. It's like if you go to your on, oncologist, okay, I say that and you go, okay, so what's that, Dave? You go to your cancer doctor. Right. Okay, you understand if I say cancer doctor what that means beyond if I just say oncologist. So we're going to do cancer t- doctor talk today. right? And that—that uh, that is exactly why I got Simone here. You know, there was a, a there was some there was a fun thing that we used to do when I was in the military. I was in the public relations side, and it was called "What the Captain Meant to Say." And you know, my goal was to listen to what the guy was saying, the, the officer was saying, and then take all the words out of it that were words that we didn't want him to say, and put a different word into it. Understood. That was the goal. Try to help people understand from our narrative what was going on so you had a question
2: yes um actually you were talking about Mm -hmm. uh, transparency that acre has a uh, is it a program or Uh, it's uh, it's
4: a project within within acre
2: so to find out and that would lead to accountability on so many fronts right could you explain how that works yeah we have
3: two full-time analysts Mm -hmm. who do nothing but focus on transparency Mm -hmm. it sounds like kind of like a Government transparency. Ugh.
2: Well, that word transparency. But right?
3: the the mm-hmm. problem is, if no one's watching the money, shenanigans occur, mm-hmm. and it, yep. they just do. And and you know, it's human nature. Money. There's power. The, yeah, there's money. Right. No one's watching. Mm-hmm. I mean, man, sometimes even churches have have this problem where the treasurer is like slipping some money away. Yes, so, but governments definitely have this. And so at the state level, we really wanted. To make sure that all of this federal money that's coming in from from you know, from the federal government, obviously federal money comes in from federal go- government, but we want to make sure it's super transparent because if not, chaos will reign and the money will be spent in terrible ways. And we want to be able to follow the money. And that doesn't mean that the average person is like digging through the accounting on the, some website, but you just need one or two people to sort of say, "I am want to figure this out. I want to. I'm, I can figure out accounting. You know, I I understand debits and credits." And then the other thing is we want it not only for that, but we want it at the county level, which we've gotten better at for the county level. And, boy, we'd love to have it for school districts. Yes. Because sometimes you look at a school district and they have their budget, and you're like, okay, they, they have salary, physical, and m Well, that doesn't tell me anything, right? Right. I want to find out if uh, someone who magically has the same last name as the superintendent <laughs> is getting paid a tremendous amount of money. Yep. I want to be able to look and say, huh, that's weird. These people all flew first class to Paris. Right, right. Once there's transparency and you can easily follow the money, people don't tend to do that as much because they know they're going to get caught. But if they think they're not going to get caught, boy, you know, humans are humans, right? They're, They're human and they can be tempted. Well, let's take the temptation away by having lots of transparency so you can follow the money really easily. It's not hidden thing. away. You could come to our archives and dig through it. No, 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 on the website where people can find it. You got a little insomnia in the middle of the night? Look at through <laughs> some some government oh, yeah. accounting might help.
1: It puts you yep. asleep. But you know, oh. it, a but good that's thing, the transparency. As that's you were saying, this idea. happens in a lot of places. To give you a great example mm-hmm. of that, and that's uh, Wounded Warrior. Mm-hmm. A few oh, years okay. back, yeah, it's not this way now. Uh, they were throwing big parties, lavish get-togethers. They would take one guy out on a safari, and there were nine other people that were going with the one guy. I mean, this is, you know, waste of money is what it was. Right, that's
3: not what people gave their money for. No,
1: it's not. And somebody happened to come across it, and they started digging, and it was like, whoa. Yeah. And now the guy that used to be the head of Wounded Warrior is not the head of Wounded Warrior, and they've tightened a lot of that stuff up, but, but I bet if you dug a little bit, you'd find some waste. It's a stain that. on things. I go along with mm-hmm. with the lieutenant governor, Tim Griffin. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of waste out there, and everybody said, "Well, if, it, if it's there, then why don't they say that it's there?" Because they hide it.
3: Yeah, they hide yeah. it. Yeah, that's
1: right. Don't so, I mean? Doesn't anybody ever feel like I do that the governor would say? And I'm not just I'm not talking about like current governor. I'm talking about BB and others that came before him. Uh, that they would say, you know, we need. Uh, we're going to be $500 million short here. And uh, the governor says, oh, that's okay. We can pull it out of here. And nobody even knew that here even existed. Yeah, or, or that, that they
3: that had $500 million. Yeah, right, that's what right. I'm saying. That they weren't using. Yes. And <laughs> that every every
1: department has their little slush funds. Mm-hmm. That's what we're talking about when we're talking yeah. about, you know, that uh, that openness that and that's why, you know, FOIs become so important and things of that nature. But it yeah, takes the government it, really hates for you. It, yeah, I know. They, they do. really hate that. It they takes do. it takes a lot for people to understand that your government may not be your friend.
3: It might not be your friend. And I always think of it as they are holding on to my money. I and I want them to spend it angry. really well. And I want to be able to come back and say, Well, how'd you spend the money?
1: And and a good example, and we were talking during the break is this money that they're giving every state about COVID. Right.
5: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, there's trillions of dollars that, that are out there that we don't have a clue where it's going. I don't have a clue. Oh, no, they know. I'm just telling you, you'd well, be surprised that they know. I mean, the, the governor brags about how much money we've got in our rainy day fund.
2: Well, how did that happen? That's that's what I was questioning. And that's where
1: I, I blame my friends in the media And I used to be the media, all right? I used to be one of those reporters. But I don't see the questions asked anymore that need to be asked. Like, well, where did that money come from? Mm -hmm. So,
3: Rainy Day Fund is near and dear to my heart. So, so the official name is the Long-Term Reserve Fund. We have a ton of money in it in the state of Arkansas. A lot. Which sounds really good, and it's it's kind of good. You, You want to have a Rainy Day Fund, but ours is really big. And the thing that what is it now?
4: Right, so it's projected it to be it. over one point right. two billion dollars. It's currently sitting at uh, about nine hundred forty-five million dollars. Okay, so, so we're getting close yeah. to a billion bucks. Okay. That's
1: basically it's basically a billion dollars.
3: It's yeah. a really big chunk. Yeah, yeah. that's
1: that's yeah. not chump change.
3: No. So so far, they haven't used it for any kind of slush fund things. They've mm-hmm. been really good, but there's no rules on what they can actually spend the money on, or when they can spend the money. And I get nervous when there's no rules and the government says, well, we, we've been good <laughs> so far. Out of here. And I say, thank God you've been good so far, but but I can't help but get nervous. And even if you say, well, you know, Governor Hutchison has been really good. He hasn't touched it. He's built up the fund. I said, that's awesome. I think I know who's going to be governor next year, next time. But do, no one in this room knows who's going to actually No, be no, You no, no, think no, we know. No, no, no. Could the next person just spend the money willy-nilly? Yeah, that's because there's no rules. That's why you put rules in. You have to constrain regulation. government all the time. Always, always constraining them. Because otherwise, they will do things that you did not want them to do.
1: You have to have guardrails.
3: Yeah. If you well, don't, more than guardrails. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm.
5: If
3: you don't, you will exactly. drive
1: off the road somewhere yeah, along right. the way. Have you guys heard anything about, uh, you know, them? Making people COVID cases because hospitals get more money if it's a COVID case. I have it's not there. heard anything about that. I <laughs> tried to stay I away. David that. started on it. I tried <laughs> to stay away from
2: COVID. I met someone this weekend who had that happen, and she's actually going to have to go through a lawsuit. the uh, The hospital claimed it was a COVID case when the person had internal bleeding. They didn't do a CAT scan, anything, and it turned out. It, and he bled out. He Ooh. bled, he bled out, coffee. and died. He's twenty, I think, nine years old. Yeah and they because it was covid they just let it they took care of his um you know just monitor him for covid basically what they do protocol they didn't do a cat scan they didn't do any internal thing and he bled out under the guise of covid and they tried to call it a covid death so yeah, that's yeah. Well, see,
1: look i have problems when people go into the hospital it's somebody like me all right i've had heart problems i've had I, i'm a type 2 diabetic and i go in and because i contact contract uh covid that and i die that somehow i'm i, I died because of covid right well i don't buy that i yeah. you know i had a better chance of dying when i first went in just because my health wasn't very good but they made that. That
3: they didn't do, take an image because they they normally own the imaging equipment and they love you the yeah right. they want to use yep. it well, and pay does, for the
2: yeah.
1: equipment that's right
2: yeah, you know, that was another bill, but it didn't happen. And it, it's sad because it led to 29-year-old losing yeah. his life. But, uh-huh. I mean, it just shows to go what COVID, how much, you know, the COVID is being used to cover other things. Well, remember
1: when they tell you that they'll do this for you for free, <laughs> that they're really not doing that for you for free. They're getting government money for doing exactly. it to you for free. I like to put it that way. There's nothing. I'm going to. This has been around for a life. Nothing, there is no such thing as a free lunch. That's right. That's right. You got to pay yep. everything. And which brings us back to taxes, David. Yep. Yep. You know, all these great programs they say they have and they're helping this person, helping that person. Well, it's not free. It's not free. You and I are paying for it.
3: We are paying for it. They take the credit for it. But <laughs> we paid for it.
2: Yeah. Isn't that funny how they take the credit for it? The, the you know it's our money but the government takes the credit for always it. giving it away always. all the
1: time they're always doing uh, that i mean look everybody knows i was a big trumper i love trump however i will say this when they said well we're going to give you 1200 dollars back well that's right you're going to give it back right because i paid part of that in i should get it back if you can give it back to me yes I mean, don't You'd only like to get it back every
5: year wouldn't you yeah, I yes, would yes, absolutely yes.
1: wouldn't right. like it I love it they give you x amount of dollars back for your uh, state income tax and then the federal government says, well we're going to tax that too mm-hmm. and that's that's crazy stuff that, that that's taking money so out of one fun. pocket yeah. and putting it in your other pocket yes and then taking money out of that pocket and putting it in another pocket am i Am I to something? You're here? onto it. Yeah. You onto it. Go ahead. I know you. You want to say something, Joseph? Yeah. I can see you. Joseph right. He yeah. wants to talk about these two
3: tax plans. Yeah, that's right. Because there's two tax plans going on right now. Okay. Explain mm-hmm. what they are. And they're going to. Yep. Both of them are designed to bring mm-hmm. your total tax bill down for the state of Arkansas at the income tax level. Right. right. So you're going to talk about right. One. We have a bunch of weird things going on. We have multiple yep. schedules. Yep. And then two, mm-hmm. the rates are going to come down. The governor has one plan, and then mm-hmm. Dismang has another plan.
4: Right. So uh, the, the two plans here that we're talking about. Uh, again, let's just start with the 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 three income tax brackets that, that Arkansas has. That's that's a little bit unique. Uh, other states uh, don't have uh, a few other states do, but most other states don't have three individual income tax brackets. That means that when people make over a certain amount of money, there there are three brackets. Right. When when people make over a certain amount of money, they switch to a different tax bracket. and That means so that the
1: more times right. that you mm-hmm. succeed. Mm-hmm. You are going to get more so, of your money. That's exactly right, but
3: Joseph. It's not just that it's progressive that you know mm. the rate goes up, right? Because right? lots of states have where the rate goes up as you mm-hmm. make more money. Sure, that's the rate only for the additional dollars. So, right, you made twenty thousand dollars. The rate's one thing, and then the rate on between twenty and twenty and thirty is another thing. Mm-hmm. But yeah. you are saying that when you make an extra dollar, the tax rate you paid on the first twenty thousand is also different. That's right. So three totally different schedules.
4: That's right. So th- this is not just differences in between one one tax table. These are three, in, like, three different tax tables all together. Individual altogether. tax tables. Right, table. three in different individual tax tables altogether. together. That means that, that when you make as much as one extra dollar, for instance, uh, the low-income tax bracket uh, currently caps out at uh, $22,899 here in Arkansas. That means when you make your 22, 000, $22,900, that means you're going to pay something like $185 more in taxes for the privilege of and making, making one, one more one, dollar. For the privilege okay. of making one more dollar. Uh, and, and there are two, uh, there are two tax cliffs. It's called a tax cliff, what we just talked about. And essentially, uh, people fall off that tax cliff when they, they make that extra dollar and they're, they're losing money. Uh, but uh, that
3: doesn't make me want to work overtime.
4: Right, right, no right. Not, and, not an
2: incentive at all.
4: No, no, and and that's uh, just like I was reading on the wall here, right? That their uh, life is a series of incentives and disincentives.
1: Yeah, exactly right. That's what it
4: is. That's right. So, uh, talking about the the two plans, though, coming back to that. Uh, so, there's uh, Senator Jonathan Dismang's plan, and he wants to merge the low and middle income tax brackets. And what's that what that's going to do is essentially going to uh, kill that, that tax cliff. It's going to smooth that tax cliff and make sure that when people make that extra dollar, they're not paying $185, $180 more.
1: Maybe only ninety-nine
4: cents. Right. Right.
5: <laughs> <laughs> that's so it's right. a buffer zone. That's right. Right. That's,
4: that's a
2: right. good idea.
5: That's okay. right.
4: So, so it does that, but uh, also, uh Desmanx plan also lowers the top marginal income tax rate uh, from from its current five point nine percent, and that's for for people that make uh, over eighty two thousand dollars a year, uh, and that's going to be lowered from five nine to four nine. And then, uh, uh, was it the the, uh, the governor's plan, Hutchinson plan, is going to uh, keep the three bracket structures, but what he's going to do is he's going to provide extra relief to people that make in between $22,900 and 38499 He's going to lower that rate from five to four and a half, and that's going to save taxpayers uh, in that bracket or in that, that level even more. Uh, and essentially, they're 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 kind of competing right now. We we still have to figure out a little bit about the governor's plan. He says he's going to smooth some things out, but that's the general.
1: All right, yeah. let's take a break. It's ten minutes till seven. Remember, these gentlemen are going to be on with us until nine o'clock this morning, or it's eight o'clock. Eight o'clock. Pardon me, eight o'clock, <laughs> and then we're going to continue talking about this because I want you to understand that you you're going to hear more and more talk about this as we go along. So you need to know where each one of these plans will lead us and then I got it one of the big questions and we'll get into it next hour is you know have they talked to any of the other candidates that are out there and which way are they leaning on taxes are they leaning on taxes do they think talking about it is a um, you know a subject that will fire up the electorate because that's a big question that's always a big question all right, so let me tell everybody about Pat Davis. Pat is uh, somebody who has a totally different idea about uh, health care insurance. And as you know, we're in coming up on that time when you got to make decisions about health care right now. And uh, Pat wants you to know that he feels he can save you 30 to 50% on your health insurance plan. Uh, and we're not talking about uh, you know a, a share plan or something like that. This is health insurance. Uh, care uh, that you would get from Blue Cross Blue Shield or any other uh, folks that uh, offer you a health plan and uh, it applies to all of these plans it uh, it provides it with anybody who does health insurance in the United States it's actual insurance excuse me not a share plan and it's a perfect health plan for you who are self-employed now, let's get down to the, the nuggies here. Uh, no co none, zip. If you go to the doctor right now and you're asked to pay $25 to see your primary care physician uh, with a plan under a PAT, you wouldn't pay that. You wouldn't have any of it. And as you know, $25 is cheap. It's not expensive uh, by any stretch of the imagination. A lot of them are a lot bigger than just 25 bucks. You get to choose any provider in the nation, and if there's excess money, it goes to you. It doesn't go to the insurance company or to the hospital or somebody like that. It goes to you. Here's what you need to do so you understand this completely is to call Pat Davis at 501-605-6935. If you've been going for years and you're going, God, I can't explain Why is it so expensive? My suggestion is to get some answers. Uh, Don't do it. You know, I don't know if he really said it or he didn't say it, but, uh, you know, Einstein used to say the definition of insanity was doing the same thing over and over and over again and thinking that you're going to get a different outcome. And uh, I would say the same thing to you. If you've been trying the same old, same old and you're still getting hit in your wallet hard, then talk to Pat Davis and find out how does he do this and how can you do this? 501-605-6935 Five zero one six zero five sixty nine thirty five 605 6935 or yourhealthplanman.com. All right, so let me just ask you to this, and, and I'm, I'm speaking to David Mitchell and to Joseph Johns from the folks over at Acre at UCA. I, I think it's probably one of the greatest gifts to the state that, that we've been given. How many years now have you guys been doing it? We've been around it?
3: seven years now.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, th- I had John from the very beginning. Yep. Because we needed somebody who was looking specifically at our state because there was nobody out there except for maybe Greg Kaza yeah, that, yeah. Was, that was really digging in on what, you're welcome, Greg, uh, for <laughs> what was going on. Because I think he's a forgotten individual, to be honest. He's yeah. done great things. Mm-hmm. Like Steve Stevens has done great things for the state and, and, and I don't believe has gotten his due either. But... Uh, what, what do you what do you think about this as far as these two plans? Uh, are you talking to the the people who are wanting to be the governor of the state? And is there a better? Do you guys see
3: a better plan here than the other plan? So I think yep. Joseph, and I've talked a yep. lot about this. Yep. We like mm-hmm. the, the Dismick plan better. Mm-hmm. That's right. And the reason we like it better is it's more aggressive on cutting the, the top rate. Mm-hmm. And. It wants to just blend these two schedules together for the lower income and middle income Arkansans, as opposed to trying to do this other weird workaround. And there's just a tremendous amount of academic research that shows when taxes are easy, that makes things better. Right. Don't yep. make it hard for small businesses to file their taxes. That doesn't encourage them to want to be able to run their business. And every minute they spend filing their taxes is a minute they're not helping their customers. Right, So you, whatever your business is, and it could be landscaping or baking or whatever your 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 business is, if you're dealing with complicated taxes, that's you not getting your customers satisfied. Yeah. Well, That's not the way to success. It, it,
1: that's cutting out the reason that you'd want to do your taxes one way or the other is the one that allows you to have more money at the end of it. I mean, if you're spending an inordinate amount of money to do your taxes, that's money that's coming out of the money you're saving by maybe if that's the best plan or whatever. Yep, right, yep, we'll, yep. we'll talk about this when we come back. There's a lot of uh, psychological war- warfare that goes on yeah. with programs as well. We're here uh, to talk with folks from uh, UCA and Acre, and uh, we're also here with uh, Simone. She's our voice of the common folk on the Dave Ellswick Show. All right, back with you. I was catching up on politics in Indiana while I was here. I can talk to Joseph a little bit. He's from Indiana. He's from Marion County, is that right? That's right. Okay, that's Indianapolis, so you'll know where that is. Still amazes me that in Indiana... Uh, is the lady still the uh, the uh, congresswoman there? I can't think of her uh, name. Voskoski? Right. No, no, not Velos- uh, uh, Susan Brooks, congresswoman Brooks. Uh, that's not her name. A black woman. Can't mm. think of her name right now. Mm. But she's she's a congresswoman, mm-hmm. uh, or was. She may not be now. Mm-hmm. I, I've been gone quite a while. I, I left there at the end of the 90s. So a lot of things have changed. One thing that hasn't changed, we flipped it to Republican, and that has not changed. It has not. Yeah, it's it,
4: been that way since you left.
1: It's yeah. conservative, but so let me tell you, they're serious conservatives there. You know, Garton and some other ones. They're the ones that came up with only a five dollar cost. You like this, uh, David? Five dollars to have a concealed carry license. Nice in Indiana. That's
3: good. And their int- and their income rate tax rate is is lower than ours. Yes,
1: right. Yeah, right. it's just pretty. Uh, they're to be commended. How could a northern
3: it. state have a lower tax rate than us? I, <laughs> so I, I agree. Know. That's right. a
1: good idea. At, uh, How could that uh, possibly yeah. be that. true? Right. Right. Is that not right. a good question? It used to be mm-hmm. not a good and, question. And yet right.
3: There's a whole list of midwestern states that have a lower income tax than us. Mm-hmm. Right. Like, so, like in, who? So Indiana. Who else?
4: Right. So, so don't tell. yeah, yeah. So so Indiana is currently their top mm-hmm. marginal rate. This is the the max amount that you could pay in income taxes in Indiana. Three point two percent.
1: That's that's. Just a little. Uh, no, it's under half.
4: Right of what just Arkansas. just a little bit less than, than than half. Right of what Arkansas is currently uh, taxing its people at, and then Ohio has uh, a top rate of four seven nine seven. That's again on probably you know Ohio.
1: Little,
4: All right, there's right. a lot of Democrats in Ohio. There are quite a few, but even they are lower. And this is shocking. Illinois, right? The the liberal bastion of Illinois. Oh my God. Four and a half percent. Okay. Where where are
1: are they making up the difference? They're They're taxing everything else. Yeah, that's the thing. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. gotta be something going on here Mm -hmm. as far as that's concerned. I mean, it's like Mm -hmm. Texas. I love Texas, all right? But it's a misnomer Mm -hmm. sometimes that they say, you don't pay income tax there. Look, my I've got part of my family lives in Texas and I know what they pay in
3: property taxes. Mm -hmm. It is obscene what
1: they pay in property taxes.
3: Yeah, property <laughs> taxes are really high in yeah. Texas. They are really, really high.
1: That's Texas. something I'd like that's to right. go after a little bit here in the state of Arkansas. Mm-hmm. There's got to come a time that you actually own your property. You know what I'm saying? Right now, you, you don't. You right, think so.
3: Right. Mm-hmm. You yeah,
1: don't it, right it now. This is yeah.
2: mine, and that's it. Yeah, mm-hmm.
1: you, you don't pay your property taxes? See how long you get to keep your property. Mm. I'm just saying.
3: Yeah, the SWAT team would be there.
1: Yes, they would. And not, not beating down your door, crashing in your door. Yeah, that's that's the way it sad. works.
3: But there's ways. Yeah. I mean, I'm excited that there's two plans to reduce the Yeah, that's good. Like, that's good news. I'm excited ne- about that. There used to never be one. Yeah, it used right. to be just how can how much can we raise it? Right.
4: And now right. there's two. There's, yeah. Now yeah. there's
3: two. Yep. And, you know, Joseph earlier in the, in, the, mm-hmm. in the show was saying that, you know, the, the budget on average increases in Arkansas by about $200 million, right? I got that. That's right. right. That's right. So $200 and million. Dollars so the, the goal is to n- make it not increase by $200 million. Right, to make it increase by only a 100 million, which yep. <laughs> some of us are thinking, well, maybe they should decrease it by hundred million. but cutting the, the the growth rate is really important because if you're not careful, mm-hmm. it's going to expand like crazy, right or if, if it increases every year, before you know it it's, it's, it's gone crazy. So mm-hmm. our goal is to bring it down, and there's two plans, so we're super excited about that to cut it and then you know we said also mm-hmm. earlier, any year where they get extra money, Where's that money going? Because right now what they do with it is they spend every nickel. Mm-hmm. And our goal is to say they don't spend every nickel.
2: I like the idea, the transparency, the uh, program or prog- project you have going on. I think that's great. It keeps people from doing the wrong thing, oh, yeah. basically. Yep. And that's and a lot of citizens are actually getting excited. About, not excited, but they're agitated about taxes and the, what's going on with taxes and how much we're paying. And people are paying attention now.
1: Well, you remember it used to be Mm -hmm. taxed too much. Right. You you remember that, right? You remember uh, the big brouhaha that occurred before the election about taxes and things. People got excited talking about how do we save money? Not so Mm -hmm. much anymore because the left understands one thing. Get their eye off of it for a while and they can raise them some more, but they've got to come up with something that, Gets your attention, a like critical race theory and things. That those are all important things, but if you cut off the money, government can't grow. Just the way it is. Jefferson yep. was right. It's like a you worm. know, Jefferson was right. The propensity of government is to grow.
3: Yes, it's so like a that. Camp. Is right.
1: That's right. It just keeps growing, and it will continue. And if you don't do something about it, it will devour you in the end. That's what they're trying to do yeah, again. That's
5: right. Yeah.
2: You were talking about it. I called it a worm. You called it a cancer. It's all, it, it doesn't. It's it all the
5: same right. thing. Yeah. 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 It's, it's all the same thing. It,
2: if you lop it off, it's going to keep growing back, regenerate itself. Okay. Yeah. So
1: I'm hearing Dismang. Yep. And Jonathan Dismang is a friend of this show. And uh, we bring him on from time to time to talk about some of the things we're talking about today. And, uh, and the governor and, and his, his plan. What's your all's plan? Surely you sit yep. down over mm-hmm. a cup of coffee early sure. in the morning and That's talk right. about, if I were king, here's what I'd do.
4: That's right. So, so uh, we, we at Acre have been actually uh, looking over the two plans, and just uh, we kind of essentially merged the two plans. We said, what happens if both of these plans, if the, the best, most aggressive elements of these plans were put into place? right? And we came up with this sort of best of both scenario. And we figured out that uh, currently a married couple, right, with, with one kid earning about $50,000 a year. That's about uh, the Arkansas median income, 43000 right? Uh, and they're currently paying about $1,700 a year in taxes, right? And in, in
3: Arkansas. Taxes. In,
4: in, in Arkansas state income taxes, right? That's how much they're paying. That's, that's the amount that they're shelling out every year. Under the Dismang plan, they could save around two hundred dollars a year. They're going to pay about fifteen hundred dollars uh, in taxes, and that's the same actually for the governor's plan. And then uh, the best of both is going to save them about hundred dollars more, so about three hundred dollars more uh, per per year. But then uh, we also see that uh, a married couple, right, earning about seventy eight thousand three hundred dollars, two earners. So maybe you know, dad's you know working working at a garage, earning about fifty thousand dollars a year. Mom's working you know, at, at a used car dealership uh, down the road, right? And she's making 28 3 uh, And then uh, she's also going to uh, – they're going to pay about uh, $2,800 a year right now, but uh, they could save about $500 uh, under the, the Senator Dismang plan, and then they're going to save uh, roughly around uh, $200 uh, under Governor Hutchinson's plan. And then, again, if we were to both uh, mer- merge best of both, right – uh, we'd see about six hundred dollars in savings for that family so okay I mean th- this has real impacts uh the, the fact that uh some on some on the left and other people are you know saying that this only affects people that that are in the top margins the the, the high earners in arkansas that's just not that's just not true I mean we see that there are right. significant savings for for everyone across the board here
1: okay so, so as I'm listening what you're saying you're saying that um oh, I'm gonna say what I hear not Typically, this may not be what you're saying. Uh, and and that is, it's expensive to live in Arkansas. That's yes. right. That's right. Yes. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. how do we reduce that? Is that is that more than reducing the income tax rate? Is that going in and attacking the sales tax rate, which is so easily yeah. manipulated?
3: Yeah. It doesn't yeah. do anything for yeah. the sales tax. Nope. Um, and we're excited because, you know, the sales tax... You could cut it one year, and the next year the legislature could raise it. Um, but the income tax, because of Amendment 19, if yep. you ever cut it, it would be almost impossible to ever raise it again. So this is in perpetuity, basically. That's pretty exciting that we could cut taxes forever. Okay. And, exciting. I mean, right. Joseph is telling you about... You know, regular middle-income Arkansas and save an extra couple hundred bucks.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
3: Well, I'd be excited to have a couple extra hundred bucks.
1: Well, I'm not— That's right. That's, a lot of money to people. That's better than a stick in the eye. It's better than a stick in the eye. I, mean, I, <laughs> the I, right. I understand right. that. However, yeah. I just don't see the state of Arkansas being this bastion of greatness so much <laughs> that it should be costing us that much to live in the state. Does that make sense? It makes sense oh, to yeah, me, yeah. That
3: yep. You look around what you get for, for your money— and you think,
1: huh? Am I getting a good deal? That's right. And and is it is is that a problem? Is there because I look at government in Arkansas as onerous. It's big. There's big. no doubt about it. it. It's big. Yep. You talk to most of the politicians, and I talk to a lot of them. Yeah. If I ask them, what does this group particular, you know, part of the government do? They don't. They don't have a clue. No, 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 they don't. They got some guy, you know, that's, you know, been co- has a bad comb over now. He didn't have it when he was younger, but he has a bad comb over now, and he sits in front of a committee and and weaves a just a, a big stinking pile of BS to these right. guys. And okay. they don't know whether it's BS or it's not BS. How do we change all that? So— Um, That's a good question. One
3: of the things that's going on at Acre, and and Joseph is -hmm. is taking the lead on this, is we're doing a southern state spending initiative. There you go. And our goal is to look at every item in the Arkansas budget and then at the very least compare it to to that same item in every other southern state. Mm -hmm. And if there's a case where you say, hey, how come Tennessee spends less per mile for road, just as an example – then Arkansas, then that's that's where we go. We say why we we think we should be the low cost
5: Scale. for every
3: southern state, right? Mm-hmm. We're not comparing ourselves to New York, we're not comparing ourselves to Alaska, but there what's what could possibly be the reason why we wouldn't be, mm-hmm. you know, right in the range of the cheapest if for every southern state. That's in what sink, we want. Yeah,
5: well, here here's what's
1: a safe? here's a good point. Somebody text me and says when a and A chief testified last Friday that a PCR test costs the state 100 to to $150 a test, and a doctor that owns a private practice then testified uh, in that same meeting that he can buy that same test all day long for $7 a test, we can see where our tax dollars are going, can't we? Yeah, mm-hmm.
3: and right. I love that you can see the number. This is why I think transparency mm-hmm. is so important, because yeah. otherwise... I didn't know what a PCR test cost for the state of Arkansas, and probably no one else did either.
5: No. Nope.
3: Nope. And it's only when you can see the numbers clearly and easily. Like, wait, what's going on here?
2: It has to be relatable. Something that you can actually see tangible,
5: kind of in a way,
2: rather than the esoteric existential, as they like to use that word, ideas. But when you have tangible uh, diagram or in sync program, I think the Southern State Initiative would be amazing.
3: Yeah. Mm -hmm. It would sure help. That's yep. the goal, and that's why we have Joseph yep. here, full time working on. Because there is yep. no back. reason mm-hmm.
2: why we should be more onerous than no. the states around us. No, no, we are more onerous. But, than the yeah, states. That's you that's better believe it.
3: it. Almost every no single reason. state
4: around us. That's, that's something.
1: Right. That's what people aren't understanding about all of this. You know, they keep saying, "Why do we lose population?" Well, that's the reason. Yeah, right. There is a good reason for this. This is
2: going to be better for us.
1: I would sure hope so. All right, a break, and then we come back. David Mitchell is here. Joseph Johns are here. If you got a question, feel free to call in 823 0965. They'll try to, you know, break this down. My whole goal of doing this was breaking it down into chewable, edible, swallowable, you know, pieces. That's what I wanted to do and get away from the government speak and get it into speak that you can understand. Don't forget about PI roofing. I'll put it all into easy to understand. You got a problem with your roof? You should call PI Roofing because they're the best. All right, I've only allowed them on my roof since I've owned my house for the last 18 years. Uh, They put my roof on because it needed a new roof when I I bought the house. And uh, it's probably one of the reasons that I got it a little cheaper than what the people wanted to sell it for. And uh, they've done a great job of keeping it up. They'll come out and get on your roof and walk it. They'll tell you what the problems are. I mean, look, that's how I know, you know, how the process of a a leak works, because they told me, you know, the water gets through the shingles first, then it goes through that felt, then it goes through the, you know, the wood, and then when it gets through the wood, now it's into your insulation, and then through your insulation, it gets up against uh, your drywall, and it can cause you significant damage, and to fix that damage, it can cost you uh, significant money. So get it when it starts, not when it's ending. Uh, you need to call PI Roofing, get involved with them, and let them keep your roof in tip-top work. Uh, PIroofing.com, that's where you're going to reach them at. Most people do it by uh, the Internet. Now go to PIroofing.com. All right, back with you. Now I'm going to ask another important question. and I'm, 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 This has got to bounce around in your head as well as so. well. The people who get elected to the state government, to the state legislature, are not some kind of superhuman brainiacs or something, mm-hmm. all right? They probably understand a little bit more about, you know, economics than you do. But not a whole lot, all right? Not, not a whole lot. So, David and Joseph, how difficult is it for you all to educate these folks into what you're talking about.
3: You know, it, yeah. it's really interesting because the legislators are, are a broad mix. It, they just represent it. Arkansas. So there's a broad mix. And we were in a committee a year ago just sitting there watching, and you know, there was someone on tax and rev, and they didn't actually know that small businesses pay the personal income tax.
1: Right. Mm-hmm.
3: You're like, well, what did you think they paid? Right. I don't know what they thought they paid. They small, didn't know, they do not think it ever even occurred to them to, to ask that question. And there's a couple mm-hmm. of people that are really knowledgeable. Some people have been on these committees for a long time. Some people have worked really hard. Um, but yeah, it's, it can be, mm-hmm. it can be challenging to sort of say, hey, wait a second. Like, you understand how this works? And Simone and I were talking earlier uh, during the break and we're like, well, the good thing is in Arkansas, at least there you can, you can call people. And they will take your call. They might not want to, but they will take your call. And uh, they might think of reasons to hang up quickly if they're they're really <laughs> unhappy with you. But they will, in fact, take your call. And
2: they're receptive. They're, yeah, they're receptive. to a certain point,
3: right? And you know, if you call people in DC, that's you, just it, not the
4: case. You, you
3: hope to talk to the intern, and the intern is very friendly, and they are in high school, in college, and they're interning in DC. And, and that's all you're going to get is the intern.
2: And that's as far as your information is going, too.
3: Right. So, you know, in Arkansas, you can't actually talk. I don't know that you changed their minds, but you can at least talk to them. Um, but there's some people who are really good. Um, I'm excited about this Disney plan. I think it could be really good for Arkansas. Um, you know, David Ray, who we, we've talked about, he's been on your show a bunch of times. He's really good. He's really interested in lowering taxes. I mean, he's really mm-hmm. good on that. Um,
2: that's a hot hot button topic uh recent lately too especially with the ladies in uh pulaski county uh republican women's thing that's one of the things that they're fired up about and they've been out working the phones and different things about
1: No, they helped stop scott
2: yeah yeah that's exactly what happened
1: that's (laughs) fantastic that's good and that's the only way it happens but it it only happens and i kind of alluded to this earlier in, in the show is that The left has the easier narrative to present. The right does not because you got to kind of understand some things to be able to understand what they're trying to do on the right. Right. I think they're Mm -hmm. doing the right thing (laughs) on the right. Uh, The left, you know, it's kind of like as a a parent, you play the game of, of Santa with your children and, and you know Santa bring you this and Santa bring you that and or
2: they've got better slogans too well,
1: well yeah <laughs> but I'm, I'm just saying they understand let's say you're the parent y- you can say well you know I talked to Santa about that and he said man probably not this year right because mm-hmm. you know you make X amount of dollars and you can't buy a brand new right ps5 or whatever Santa or for Johnny grow. or or Joni but yeah. uh, you know the last man, they just say, "Just tell Santa, Santa, tell make Santa. sure it happens." Mm-hmm. You're going to
3: pay a penny of sales tax, and then you're going to get a free giraffe. Yeah, yeah, you're <laughs> going to get a giraffe.
1: You can't wait um, for that. Um, I mean, I thought llama, would be good. I want
2: a llama too. Uh,
1: you should not need a pony. <laughs> and everybody needs a pony <laughs> when they're growing up. But anyway, yeah, you know, it's it's just it's just weird, mm-hmm. and and to get people to understand that one percent. That sounds like a a little bit of money. Right. It's not uh-huh. as a little bit of money as you
4: think it is. It adds up to a whole lot of money. Right. It's 1% every day. Yeah. Every, every time Every time you make that purchase, 1%. Of any purchase like that. Yep. yep. You know, you're
1: paying 1% and hey, people I, I don't know. understand
2: it. In business, yeah. uh, you tell someone the price of something and then you have to add the sales tax on it. And- you almost feel guilty for telling them the, the total. You know, I, a lot of times I'll add the sales tax on before I even tell them the price just so they're not mm. surprised by sure. like, a bing yep. you know? Yeah,
1: you don't want – well, they think yeah. at that point you hoodwinked them.
2: Right. Yeah. That's what you feel like.
1: You got them all set up to get this for, for this price. Deal. And Man, what a yep. great deal. And <laughs> then they say, okay, then Uncle Sugar's going to come by, and he wants – this much right. for what you want to buy
2: what do i owe you and you almost feel like embarrassed to tell them i mean you know because you feel like you, you're giving them a deal and then you have to add that tax on and sometimes it really adds up
1: yeah well yeah
2: i mean it really adds a chunk of change on to the end of the total and, and
1: whenever i look at cost of something anymore here where i live at i add 10 percent to it yeah right. mm-hmm. that's what i add i add 10 yep. percent, and that's a lot of money that's for those people who think 1% is not that big. All right, we've got uh, some breaks. Let's do that now. All right, so David and, and Joseph, you're sitting here on my show. You're talking to a whole lot of people about this. How do you make this important to them?
3: So, again, I'm glad you asked because there's... Come on this... to the microphone. Oh, I'm sorry. Come to the microphone. Come to the microphone. To the so, no, there's, there's three reasons to be excited about taxes. I mean, one, I just think morally... It's your money. You earned it. How did you earn it? Through serving other people. So you should keep it. Two, if you want to attract and retain businesses and entrepreneurs and hard workers, then you have to have better tax policy. Because our neighbors have better tax policy than us. And the ones that don't are working on it. So it's not like there's a fixed goal. You just got to get to one thing. Other states are talking about lowering their taxes even more. Mm-hmm. That makes it hard to attract the best and brightest. Yep. And then the third thing I think is so exciting about, about the income tax is because of Amendment 19, it would be, if we can lower the income tax, it would be almost permanent. It would be almost impossible to raise the income tax in a few years if you've lowered it. So on any other tax, you can always raise it. The next legislature could change their mind, decide to raise it. But on the income tax, it's really hard to raise an income tax. You have to have two thirds in both houses, so that's, in my mind, pretty exciting that we'd have this forever. That's a pretty high wall, mm-hmm. yeah, and that's why when people are talking about other things, I feel like we're being distracted from this super important permanent change to Arkansas to make it better forever.
1: Yeah, uh, uh, you know, it, it's it's just like when people talk about taxes, when you talk about money, it's like pulling teeth sometimes yeah. when you right. talk mm-hmm. to people about yeah. that stuff they, they, it's not sexy their and, eyes you know, glaze it, over it's, mm-hmm. uh, yeah that, that's 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 exactly right someone eyes glaze over and your eyes should brighten up and you should be going wow that makes a lot of sense let's yeah. try
3: to do that right mm-hmm. yeah i mean i think what's exciting is you know joseph you know ran the numbers for like the average arkansan the average arkansan getting a couple of hundred bucks a year well
2: that's pretty that's exciting. Exciting, right? exciting, I'm
3: yeah. excited about a couple hundred bucks a year for the average Arkansan.
1: Uh, I agree. I just think that it can be a lot more than that.
3: I would love to have mm-hmm. it more. And that's why yep. this idea of instead of the budget increasing by $200 million a year, let's cut that in half. And then let's think about how to cut it even more and even more and even more. Mm-hmm. Um, are,
1: are, are any of the people who are saying, I want to get rid of the income tax in Arkansas, are they, have any of them presented a policy or a, a way of doing that that makes sense to you all? I haven't seen Not a policy. Not we've seen.
3: Reduced,
4: no, I
1: mean, because it's $3 billion.
3: Right. It's, right. it's a ton of money for a small state.
4: I mean there's a lot of potentials out there but I haven't seen anything that's that's very concrete or and very solid right now. Uh we're still waiting to see uh again Governor Hutchinson's going to be uh leaving us uh you know pr- kind of soon right so we're still looking to see sort of the, the plans that the other candidates are putting out. Um again we haven't seen anything too solid but we're going to continue watching and seeing who's going to put that that really that really solid plan out to really get income taxes you know to zero. Yeah
1: that that might uh-huh. that's the only way that I see people getting excited about money is to say you, you, you've got a plan to get rid of Mm -hmm. the income tax. Right. One hundred percent. We're going to do it now. I do get irritated when people say, well, yeah, we could do that. But if we do that, what are we going to take away Mm -hmm. to make make sure that that gets done? Well, it is my belief. And I just say it out loud is there's a lot of programs we got in this state we don't have to have. No. And I, I say it you don't. Mean, now, problem. that means that you're going to have more than one battle. You're going to have some big battles. And if you lose a big enough battle, you're going to throw a monkey wrench into everything. Right. So mm-hmm. I think
3: you're right. So what happens is every year, whatever money comes in, they spend. Yeah. So people get excited and they say, oh, we have the RSA, the Revenue Stabilization uh, Act. Mm-hmm. And that just tells you what to do when less money comes in. But when more money comes in, they start new programs. And when you start a
1: new program, they never figure out what is it going to cost to keep that program going.
3: Right. right. And it's always yep. we have yep. extra money this yep. year. So we'll we'll spend it on a new program. But that that program mm-hmm. is in perpetuity basically. right.
4: Trying, there's never, there's never get a get limit. Right, and and there's never going to get cut back.
3: It's so. not going to get cut back. So mm-hmm. you know, one you got to get rid of a bunch of programs. That's part of it. And then wow.
1: What? <laughs> You start a program, awful hard to get rid of it. It is oh, really hard. I mean, Reagan explained Reagan, that from the time. very beginning. He said, you want the nearest thing to eternal life? It's a government program. Yeah.
3: And, right. you know, those people will fight really hard to keep their program, and they've got a great story about why their program is really important.
1: You know, my, mm-hmm. my, my nephew Johnny, if we don't have that program, he's not going to get this medical treatment. I mean, mm-hmm. this is when I talk about the left's narrative Messages. and how much easier it is than it is for the rights. We want to say, well, you know, it's really not something the government is supposed to be doing. So we we need to move this program and get rid of it yeah. and save that money so that we can get rid of income taxes. And then suddenly you're the Uncle Scrooge.
3: Yeah, suddenly they're, you're the bad guy, guy because you want people to keep their money. <laughs> yeah.
1: And, uh-huh. and you keep saying this, and it's important that people listen to it. That's the moral thing to do is to let people have what they earn.
2: Right. Exactly. Right.
1: Not force them to be behind something they don't want to do.
3: Yeah, and I think the thing for me is, in my mind, you earned money by serving others, and that's a very moral thing. Of course and it is. Yep. The left sort of imagines that you, you just magically got money, and some people got more than others, and that there was no relationship to like effort or epic. what yeah. you did. And you know what? Sometimes it's not really fair. I'm not a professional basketball player. There's no way I could work hard enough— to ever be a professional basketball player, I'm not quite five seven, so it's not going to happen for me.
1: <laughs> but should the person that was born seven foot, let's say, and is 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 hired by an NBA uh, team and they're making a gazillion dollars every year, should they be punished?
5: No, they oh, should be in not. that.
3: Absolutely also, not. There's lots of tall people who don't have a work ethic and they didn't make the NBA. That's, That's correct. Right. Squandering right. any yeah. kind
2: of chance they had because they were given something. Uh, A gift that they didn't have any control over.
1: The Bible talks about that.
2: Right.
3: Mm -hmm. But most most of the time, it's not, oh, you could have been in the NBA. Most of the time, it's like, okay, you know, I put in the grind. Right, mm-hmm. like I'm sorry, but like being successful at work is a grind. That's yeah, how it works. It mm-hmm.
2: it's getting the, your hustle on and getting your car packed up if you need to take your business places. It's going, showing up in events. It's yeah. talking to people. It's it's handling handling people and giving them what they need, basically, and so giving service work to other people so that they get what they need. You get what you need. It's work, and you've got to you've got to continuously keep it up.
1: You just gave the Mm -hmm. the definition of a free market. You know that. Yes, (laughs) that's right. That was pretty. See, that's that's what I like. I like somebody like Simone saying it because you just said it the way it works. Mm -hmm. Exactly right.
2: Hustle, but it's a good hustle. Noble hustle. Mm
3: -hmm. I think the thing that's interesting when I talk to small business owners is invariably what their original plan was and what they actually do is often quite different. Oh, Mm -hmm. and they just said, "Well, you know, I had this amazing idea." And turns out my customers didn't like that idea. <laughs> right. So I guess it wasn't an amazing idea after all. So we had to change. It. Yes. Right. And now we do this other thing that customers like. Yeah. And that's how we provide value.
2: That's right. Providing value. That's thats what I, I was trying to look for the, a minute ago. Providing value. You providing value yeah. to someone else in a service. And that is noble and that is moral. And yeah. getting mm-hmm. your money back for that or keeping more of your money for that should be is moral. I mean, that's great. Mm-hmm.
4: Yeah, and it's it's not exploitation, right? It's not just them yeah. saying, oh, we're just going to expropriate wealth from you. We're just going to take this money from you for no good reason, right?
1: And they're, the left tries to it.
2: say that, that it's exploitation. Right. Right. I
4: mean, let me tell you what the left does, all right?
1: They never leave where they live, all right? They're all, they, they've only right. seen what they have seen. It's like people who, you know, for whatever reason, you live in Arkansas, you never get out of the state of Arkansas. Uh, and I was like that some until I went into the U.S. military. And then the U.S. military says, Dave, we want you to go over here and do some work. And during the part of that, when I was uh, younger, um, I was over in in, uh, Guam, and I ended up having a PCS, not PCS, but TDY around doing my job. And I would got over to to the Philippines a lot. And this was during the time that everybody was attacking uh, Nike for only paying people like a dollar a day to work. Right. Well, what they didn't understand is since they had never been out of wherever they were at, and have never been over in in the Philippines, they didn't understand that their culture had no place for females basically in it. If the female wasn't bringing in the money to feed them and to, to help the family, so if they if they were not working for for Nike, then the family would sell the young women to the mama or the madame, the madame of, the, right. of the, uh, the, the whorehouses and give them a place to leave, live, a little bit to eat, and they turn tricks.
2: To send money back. To, to
1: send them. money back to their home. They didn't see anything wrong with that. Now, guess what? They didn't have to do that. The, the, the children didn't have to do that if they had a job with Nike and were making just a dollar a day. So, you tell me
2: which side would you rather, yeah, be which on?
1: side would you rather serve, and I can tell you the little girls much rather not have Work to lay Nike. down with the big fat slob man, right, just tell you and then they didn't understand the people didn't understand what Nike was doing was not a bad thing it was a good thing
2: we really need some perspective and that's what we what people don't have you need more i mean i'm a navy brat i've lived all over the place you got to see it you've got to see different and you've got to see it from different people's perspectives too to see where they're coming from so you can understand their argument or their position so if you have a counter when you can counter it effectively
1: well i always love the people who would say i'm poor you haven't seen right. real right. We talk poverty. about
2: that all the time about how you
1: haven't seen real poverty, right? And if you did, you'd be embarrassed that you say you're poor. You Ashamed. live like you live like a king and a queen compared to what I, a lot of those people that live time. in. That's right. It's incredible about how
2: wealthy we are as how wealthy the poor are here.
1: I I work for uh, a group uh, here in, locally that uh, has a school over in an African nation and people are wanting to get their kids into that school all the time. You know what one of the big selling points of that is, is if their kid gets into that school, they get their first mattress that they've ever had.
2: Yeah. Oh,
1: wow. They sleep on dirt floors right, or mats. I mean, it's a true story. You see people in Africa sweeping out, their homes and they have dirt floors.
2: My grandma in Gumlog, Arkansas, had a dirt floor with thirteen brothers and sisters. So, yeah, you know, and
1: that's when we had a better grip on what was real poverty right. in this nation. And they we don't clean. now.
2: You know, they kept themselves clean and they still He's, lived like a good family.
1: This is why David likes to come on my show.
3: I like to come on the show. <laughs> uh, yeah, because I've seen it for real. Man. You've seen it for real.
5: Mm-hmm.
3: And you know, there's a whole bunch of groups that you know they do a. You know, they do a, a big trip and they go down to a developing country. Mm-hmm. And sometimes you can't help but think, man, maybe instead of you guys all going, you should just write a bigger check. Mm-hmm. But part of it is for people here to see what the rest. Of, so, yes, partly you're helping see? them. Partly you help are, yourself. You're helping yourself. You see the world. You're like, oh, wow. OK,
1: I thought things were better than this. Yeah. You so so uh, exactly. I, have I have lots so of much.
3: students who've done these mission trips and we always talk about like, yes, you spent money on a on a plane ticket to go to the mission trip and that money could have just go to poor people right but now you've also seen that's right and that's kind of interesting
2: and that's going to affect the way you live your life hopefully, hopefully. you know and that will mm-hmm. and it's going to and it would have i mean that's almost an investment right there so that plane trip was more of an investment or plane ticket was more of an investment yeah. than mm-hmm. it was just money thrown at the plane Let me
1: company. tell you what there's a difference be, uh, between um, Throwing some money at a problem and going and seeing sewage running down the street. Yeah. Uh To smell poverty is different than just to throw a check at it. All right. We'll be right back. We got a final break. We got to get in. Don't forget about East End Towing. Uh, No matter what the situation, they can handle it and they can make sure you come out ahead. They really can. Patrick uh, McIntyre has done a great job with his business. I'm seeing more and more of him around. He's got more and more business going on. Uh, let me give you their number, uh, 501-888-8849. Put that in your phone. It's important that you know who you're going to call if something bad happens and you get broke down on the side of the, of the road or whatever. 501-888-8849. That's East in Tony. All right, we got eight minutes left. I hope that you've been with us the whole two hours. I, I wanted to do two hours on this. It's imp- this is going to be really important uh, after the November election nationally, because a lot of the craziness that is being talked and talked about in Washington is going to stop, uh, because I do believe that uh, Republicans and conservatives are going to take over the House, and I do believe they're going to take over the Senate. That happens it don't i don't care what the president wants to do that's right you'll probably not get to do any of it that's why they're pushing so hard right now to get some of this crazy stuff passed but uh, and and even if they do they're going to go back and change some of it i mean although you got the- you got the president there then can veto and and yes. it's not like here in arkansas it's just one vote beyond the fifty percentile that gets rid of a a a veto it's a a lot more difficult to do but anyway uh, elections have consequences we've said that all the time on the air we're really really reaping it right now we really are everybody and and if you voted for Biden why all right that's all I'll say why yeah I mean you now you see what you got all right and it's not funny
2: Maybe that's what it was meant to be. Was people to see how good they had it before.
1: That's, that that could be I, true. They, they got I don't know why we got to keep learning this lesson right. over and over and over again, but we do. So let me talk to uh, David and Joseph and finish up here. We got about 6 minutes of the 2 hours that we've sat here and talked today. What's the main thing David you want people to walk away with?
4: So no, he, he
1: pointed uh, at Joseph. Joseph's ready. He's been wanting yeah. to answer yeah. this question.
3: Yeah. So, okay. That's okay. Yours.
4: so so the, the, honestly, the three main points that we need to take away from this conversation are uh, that that lowering the income tax, the individual income tax rate here in Arkansas, is the moral thing to do. This allows people to keep more of the money that they've earned, and it allows people to help them uh, to help them prosper, to help them uh, to help their families, right? And this helps businesses uh, and, and just propagates uh, the economic system that, that has helped so many people in the world. Right. The, the second thing is is that these don't these cuts don't have to happen overnight. Right. That that government spending can stay constant. That it, we're not going to just lose public services that we all actually need. We're not going to lose the roads. We're not going to lose education. Uh, we're not. And gonna nobody's lose,
1: saying right. that we have right. to. Right. That's the key. Right.
4: And no one's saying that we have to. Right. But these fa- these cuts don't have to to happen overnight. And they can be phased in. They don't have to be. Just yanked out from under us. Right. Uh, The the third is right. that making changes now uh, is going to encourage uh, future legislators to uh, essentially keep it, uh, keep the taxes low. Again, Amendment 19 coming back to that, just hit that out of the park that Amendment 19 allows uh, and restricts the government to uh, essentially not raise income taxes again. So if we cut them now individual income tax rates are not going to rise. Uh, it's going to be very difficult for them to rise in the future. All
1: right. So. Now, before 19, mm-hmm. when was 19 put into the Constitution?
4: Right. So I think that was in the 1970s, if, I'm, if
1: I remember history Okay. Correctly. So we've only had, what, 40, 50 years of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. That's right. So uh, at least even the Democrats at that time kind of understood, mm-hmm. like, like Kennedy did, yeah. a rising
3: tide lifts all boats. Mm-hmm. Yes. Also, the yeah. Arkansas Democrats at the time were, were, were pretty conservative. Yeah, I mean, well, I, th- I think mm-hmm. the Arkansas Democrats were pretty fiscally conservative.
1: I, I just said Kennedy. And he was all right. I yeah. mean, yeah. he was more of a solid conservative moderate than he was a conservative. But still, still, mm-hmm. he was. He wouldn't it's have better. put up with this Russian and Chinese crap that's going on right now all right the democrat party was totally different then so you know this is important things this is the starting point that you guys are doing so we'll have you back on here within another month and and we'll cover it again
3: that'd be great so we don't know exactly when they're going to meet to to discuss this they have a fiscal session that they're going to call yeah i assume there's a lot of stuff going on in back rooms that we're not part of Mm -hmm. um but yeah super important they're just
1: not smoke-filled
3: they're not smoke filled anymore? anymore. Yeah, they don't. Oh, they don't no, let them no, no, no.
1: smoke in those rooms. But that's all right. That's too bad. Yeah, that's too bad. I don't know if they let them vape in those rooms. <laughs> anyway, <laughs>
5: uh,
1: anyway, just just saying. I uh, it's just. Um,
2: I vape as many places as possible. Yeah.
3: <laughs> <laughs> now I'm imagining them with the, like the flavored vapes. and It smells like birthday cake or something. So as you as you as you I, I have
1: as that. we get ready for this the yes. the the, the, the session are are there. Certain legislators that you all are contacting, I won't ask you for names.
3: So we have to be careful because we we aren't lobbyists; we're economists.
1: I, I understand.
3: So we have to be really careful about talking. But
1: you want to you yeah. want to share this information? Yeah, we
3: want to share the information. Um,
2: we want you to share. We we want yeah. people to
3: realize yep. that that cutting taxes and and putting some restraint on the, on the growth of government is really important and. It's not that we're going to have zero government. It's that we're cutting the growth. That's the thing that's that's weird is that you can't imagine it didn't already happen, right? The next, how did it not already happen? The next time mm-hmm. that I
1: have you on, we will explain the semantics of words yes. and how they have changed. Mm-hmm. Yes, they have. Yes, they just have. in they the have last changed. five years. Nope. It's amazing to me. I mean, I I keep hearing this, this new epo- uh, economic uh, lingo they're using now, and I go, you know, the Soviets used that back in the fifties. Mm-hmm. Yep. But they just they use it differently now. Guys, thanks so much for being on. Oh, David, thank it's you. always thanks a pleasure to have you on. Joseph, thanks for you coming thanks. on. Yep. You're gonna yep. be my go to I speak normalese <laughs> uh yep. to be on the on the show and, and talk about all this. And sure. Simone, thanks for coming on. Awesome. You you were you did excellent. You you just came right out and gave the whole uh, explanation about what free enterprise is all about you got it girl
2: good deal you i enjoyed all being now. on the show with y'all yeah. it it's fun it's
1: fun all right we're out of it for right now tomorrow the female power panel will be on for the first hour the bible guys are back if you have a question for them bible guys at salemlr.com i'm dave ellswick see you tomorrow